Hello and welcome to R&D Football Talk. I'm Drew. And I'm Richard. The godfather of football. You know it. <laughs> I try. Oh, weeks. Yeah. Well, Superman of football. Uh, agency frenzy that has been the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, has been the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know where to start. The last, real last big thing that happened since we last talked was uh, Bruce Arians stepping down as coach for the Buccaneers. Yeah, uh, a little intrigue I would, I would imagine going on there. Tell us what your theory is, sir. You would like my theory. My theory is that uh, Mr. Brady knew what, had a, had an end game when he retired a couple of months ago, and that was to force out Bruce Arians. For whatever reason, I'm not there, so I don't know, but for whatever reason, he wants more control, and Bruce Arians wasn't giving it to him. So... He retires, and then as a condition of unretiring, Bruce Arians is out as head coach. What does that say for the future of your team? They're mortgaging the future of the team for a couple more rings now. I'm not, I'm not agreeing. I'm just telling you. Well, they weren't good enough to get to the Super Bowl last year. Well, if, you're the, if, if I'm the Bucks, I've got to ask the question. And again, my disdain for Tom Brady is well documented. If not Tom Brady, then who? If I'm trying to win. If we weren't good enough with Tom Brady, who do we bring in to get good enough? They could have brought in Deshaun Watson. They could have traded for Russell Wilson. Yeah, yeah, point. Good points, both of them. Yeah. Uh... I I don't see things boding well for their future. Uh, I think with Tom Brady, they're not a Super Bowl team still, and but they'll be good enough to not get a high draft pick. I see. So they're going to have to make a move at some point in time, despite what Tom Brady thinks he cannot play forever. True, and the Tampa Bay's point uh, counterpoint is Tampa Bay's modus operandi might be. Pollard, what what was that, that guy? Benny. We'll with- uh, uh, it was. It was Pollard. It was Pollard. Oh, okay. Bernard Pollard. That guy. Benny. Uh, uh, it was. It was Pollard. It was Pollard. Oh, okay. Bernard Pollard. Benny. Uh, uh, it was. It was Pollard. It was Pollard. Oh, okay. Bernard Pollard. Uh, uh, it, was, it was Pollard? It was Pollard. Oh, okay. Bernard Pollard. For those that don't remember, the guy that broke Tom Brady's knee. Yeah, and offered rule changes forever. Yeah. And, pres- for more protection on the quarterback. And uh, set the stage for us to get uh, a name that I can't remember right off the top of my head. Matt Castle. Matt Castle. Splat Castle. Yeah. So, we have him to thank and him to blame. <laughs> well, talking about Tom Brady kind of leads us into... Speaking of quarterbacks. Uh, leads us into our list of quarterbacks. Uh, we said 15. I 
I couldn't make myself put 15 guys on the list. And I'm so willing you to sacrifice. I do not have 15. I believe I have 13. Okay. I think I have like 18s, and I'm willing to sacrifice several of them on the, on the altar of let's do this right. So, okay. do we flip, flip a coin this week, or do you, do you, since you deferred last week, I get the ball? Your choice. Right, let's go. <clears throat> Drum roll, please. In no particular order, uh, John Ten Gallon Teeth Elway, uh, Terry Bradshaw, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Ken Anderson. Hang on, he's not on my list. Let me put Give me a second to write him on my list. And if I need to defend him, we'll discuss that. Jim Kelly, Brett Favre. Hang on, you're going. I'm reading faster than you can write. Yes, if I ask you to slow down, that means. Well. Slow down, please. uh, (laughs) Where were you? Where are you? I don't remember what you said. Ken Anderson, what do you got after that? Jim Kelly. Four Super Bowls, no wins. Okay. Brett Favre. Okay. Ken Snake Stabler. Okay, I'll write that one down. Joe Montana. I gotta write that one down. You don't have Joe Montana on your list? I don't have Ken Stabler. Oh. Joe Montana, yes. Stevie Young. Okay. Dougie Williams. Uh, hang on. Okay. Peyton Omaha Manning. Okay. A. A. Ron Rogers. I gotta write that one down. Okay. Dan Quick Release Marino. Okay. Roger Dodger Stahlbeck. Gotta write that one down. Okay. Warren to the moon. Okay. And Troy, my headache man. Okay, that's your list. Got more? Nope. Okay. I agreed with you on Montana. Bradshaw, Marino, Elway, Kelly, Steve Young, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, Warren Moon. Wow. On my list that you didn't have, Fran Tarkenton and Dan Fouts.
Well, that's pretty good. I only missed two that you thought of. Uh, I'm going to go through your the ones that you guys that you picked that I didn't have. Okay. Uh, we'll start with Troy Aikman. An adequate quarterback, in my opinion. Nothing spectacular stands out to me about Troy Aikman. He did win. But he did hand the ball off to the NFL's all-time reading rusher a lot. <laughs> he did have the best offensive line in football. I think three of those guys that played there made it to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, and he had... And he had a wide receiver and a uh, tight end that were outstanding. Are both of them in the Hall? I know one of them is. I don't know if the other is. Novak, Novacek? Ur- no, I mean, yeah, Ur- Irvin's in. Irvin's in. I don't know if Ur- Ur- Novacek got in or not. I don't know. I hear what you're saying. Okay. But Troy Aikman was tough as nails. Yeah. That's all I got to say on that. Yeah. That's why I said headache. It was, it was a whole lot of times he got his bill wrong and con- continued to deliver. Okay. Roger Staubach probably should have been on my list. Okay. Uh, he was... He was very good. All right, hang on a second because I got to go uh, get my co-host who seems not happy. <laughs> so talk about something. Uh, <clears throat> well, um, question for all you people out there. You're Russell Wilson. You're in the Super Bowl. It's less than a minute left in the game. You're on the Patriots one-yard line. You've got... Definitely the most dominant running back in the game behind you. And the coach sends in a pass play. Do you run it? So, hit me up on that. What do you do? You lose the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, you run the play and we, we already know you run the play and lose the Super Bowl. But the only person that wasn't surprised by that pass was the coach and the defensive back, apparently. <laughs> uh, I think it was a better defensive play than... They anticipated. They anticipated. I, I think the if the defensive back hadn't made the great play on the ball, it's a good call. But yeah, I, I think it's a better call to... Uh, it's a safer call, definitely. Well, I think it's a better call to hand the ball off to... uh, At least once. At at least once, because you got arguably the best short short yardage running back in the game of the time. And he was having a great game. He was... Yeah. It wasn't like they were stymieing him or anything. Yeah. Anyway. It was... Think about it and let us know. Give us your thoughts. Talk talk amongst yourselves. (laughs) Where were we? Where were we? Uh, we were talking about Roger Staubach. Staubach, yeah. Uh, I loved Roger Staubach, his pretty much his whole career, and he probably should have been on the list. I liked him. I, I liked the Cowboys back then. I don't like the. I didn't like the Aikman Cowboys. Okay, yes, uh, yeah. They were they were a lot easier to like. Right. Before Jerry Jones took over. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> you can't argue with that. <laughs> 
you got Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He's doing more with less. He, he's he's winning games and getting the championships games with. Your your argument against Aikman was he was surrounded by talent. Rodgers is not. He has been. He has been, but he's in but, the last three or four years he hasn't been. Uh, and he's played some really bad games in the playoffs in the last few years. Okay. He's played some. He stunk it up. Okay. You can only put up seven points at home. Last. Yeah, I didn't think about that. You kind of stunk it up. I think his. I think he peaked. Uh, ten years ago. God, has it been that long? Yeah. And I mean, he's still putting up numbers like crazy, winning MVPs, but they're not winning the big games. And a lot of I, I think I got to put it on on his shoulders. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the a lot of these guys are on the list because they put teams on their backs. Yes. Yeah. Speaking okay. of one, Doug Williams. Yes. Uh, he he was very close to beginning on my list. I considered it, if nothing else, for the historical point of being the first black quarterback to win the Super Bowl. Right. In a game in which he dominated John Elway. They had every excuse for those that saw that game. The, the uh, opening, the Broncos took the opening kickoff and he immediately threw a bomb. Boom. Seven down. Uh, I think the uh, uh, commandos, whatever they are now, Washington team got the ball back. Did next to nothing. They didn't do anything until the second quarter. Right, and it's and it's so you could almost see Doug Williams in the huddle saying, "Not here, not now, not today. We're gonna get, we're gonna do better. We're gonna win this game." And they started clicking, and then right after they started clicking, the defense started clicking, and before Elway knew it, he was down by and, a lot, by a lot, and Denver just didn't have an answer. And that my in my book, I'm biased. But in my book, that all comes back to Doug Williams being a leader. I won't, I won't argue with that one. Then you got Ken Stabler, the snake. I like his nickname. <laughs> he didn't have the best arm, but he's just found ways to make things happen. Okay. He was uh, I'm not going to argue with that. He, and there's some tough guys on this list. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to argue with that. He And there's some tough guys on this list. Yeah. Um. Brady made a big deal about being tough. No, the guys, there's guys on this list that make Brady look like a, a four-year-old with a splinter in his finger crying to mommy. Never mind. I didn't say that on the air. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ken Anderson. Historical significance. And that's not good enough to get on the list. I understand. The The... The Bengals at the time had Sam Weiss as offensive coordinator and Bill Walsh as head coach, if I got that right. Or, or Sam Weiss was quarterback's coach and Bill Walsh was offensive coordinator. They were tinkering with the West Coast offense at that point. And, and Anderson was a very, very, very accurate quarterback. And I think they laid the groundwork for what happened a few years later in, in – uh, San Francisco, they were laying the groundwork there. That's that's why I wanted to mention Ken Anderson. Uh, all-time best, no, but 
he kicked open some doors for Joe Montana and, and all the other uh, West Coast guys to put up big numbers. Yeah. Uh, since, since you didn't put Fran Tarkenton on your list, Fran, Tar- Fran Tarkenton put up some gaudy numbers when gaudy numbers were not how things worked in the NFL. And for the record, I have no problem with Ted, Fran Tarkenton. He was probably the most entertaining quarterback. <laughs> he was the first quarterback who said the play is never over that I saw. Yeah. It's like, oh, the left side of the line didn't block. And there's two free rushers. That didn't mean that Fran Tarkenton was done. Yeah. He's going to make one miss, outrun the other, and buy some time for his receivers to get open. Or just take off downfield if he could. Yeah. Uh, and you couldn't hook slide back then. He took his lumps. Yeah. For a team didn't. Oh, they were horrible. Has, Especially the Giants. The Giants. When he played for the Vikings. Oh, yeah. They were pretty good. They were a pretty decent team. And they never they never won a Super Bowl. But uh, for quite a while, they were one of the class teams of the uh, NFC. And he was a main reason for that. Was it? What, did he throw to Ahmad Rashad? Yes. For those that don't know, uh, I think so. For those that don't know, Ahmad Rashad proposed to Felicia now Rashad from the Cosby Show. Mrs. Huxtable proposed to her on 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 TV because she was she was doing a, a, a sideline report or something. He he proposed to her right there. Huh. Trivia, so, I didn't know. So that's know. why she's Felicia Rashad now. Trivia, I didn't know. Not right. the, was Bill mad? I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. What's terrible? Is that, that joke? You, uh, <laughs> Dan Fouts, you didn't have him on your list. I. We saw Dan Fouts play several times in person. Yeah. Uh, he, Wicked arm talent. Yes, I th- I think if Dan Fouts could play in today's NFL, oh, man. he'd throw for Ugh. he'd throw for fifty thousand yards every year. He, his biggest problem was he wasn't mobile. He wasn't mobile, but, but if he had time to throw in the pocket, uh, it was all the money, and you had no choice but to catch it. Yeah, he, he was. He's gonna hit you in the face with the ball. He was excessively accurate. Uh, just Dan Marino's quick release. I haven't seen anything like that before or since. No. Uh, the, once from, again, from the if, time he spotted the receiver to the time he released the ball was nothing. If Marino could play in today's NFL, oh, yeah, that's another one. Sixty touchdowns, piece of cake. Yeah, sixty touchdowns, six thousand yards. It would happen. Uh, but he wasn't. He couldn't move. He wasn't. Mobile. He couldn't move. But back at that point in time, he didn't have to be. Well, in today's game, he wouldn't have to because the ball would be gone before anybody got there. Yeah, I think uh, mobile quarterbacks could be are, are now kind of necessitated due to the lack of offensive line play. Okay. I think. Defensive ends have gotten faster. Well, and as a defensive mind guy, 
defensive ends are what lining up wider and wider and wider. At some point, somebody's going to have to start uh, running uh, in that gap. Exactly, exploiting that and making him play in instead of us just pass rusher. Uh, Derek Thomas was a prime example, outstanding pass rusher, and he'd line up outside shoulder, maybe a, a gap outside the offensive lineman, and the offensive lineman couldn't get a hand on him. But Buffalo brought a tight end across, shielded him off, and ran up into the gap he just he just vacated and kicked our several times. You can you can game plan for it. Uh, you said Marino wasn't mobile, but I don't think there was anybody ever played that was better at stepping up in the pocket. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and the the fact that you knew he wasn't going to run, and the fact that he knew he wasn't going to run, his eyes never came he off downfield. Yeah. Uh, the play was always in front of him. And when he played, granted, well, he had one of the better offensive pass blocking lines we've seen. Yeah. Because he'd go a season and get sacked twelve times. Which you get sacked less than once a game, you're That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um Steve Young I think was probably one of the best athletes we've ever seen play quarterback. Okay. Uh four four speed Deceptive speed outside the pocket. You didn't think he was, he was moving that fast, but he's covering ground. Yeah, uh, a big arm. Uh, Smart. Yeah. Did you know that he was uh, a direct descendant of Brigham Young, the founder of BYU? I would be surprised. He is. Just, just some Drew trivia. Okay. <laughs> let me let me write Felicia Rashad and Brigham Young. Steve Young. At least Steve Young should have something to do with what happened on the football field and quarterbacks as opposed to wherever you were going. <laughs> I realize what you're doing there. You were going somewhere. I don't know. I just realized Bill what Cosby you're show. What, what you're <laughs> implying. That is not what they were married on TV, okay? <laughs> I wasn't saying that, but anyway. Uh, Cats out of the bag. Can't put the toothpaste. We didn't talk a little at, at length about Terry Bradshaw. I I thought he was another one of those toughest nails quarterbacks. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, couldn't stand him, but he was one of those guys. You get a good whack on him, and they drag him off the field. And 15 minutes later, he's running back on the field and throws a couple of touchdowns. <laughs> I can't say that I didn't like him. I did like him. The only problem I ever had. With the Steelers of the seventies, was when uh, somebody asked Joe Green who he wanted to play in the playoffs, and he said the Chiefs because <laughs> the Chiefs were bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to tell that story, but yeah. Uh, uh, I guess we can talk about John Elway. Broke the hearts of Chiefs fans. Several times. Uh, yes, yeah. it seemed like that was a regular. There was one game in Denver. Uh, the Chiefs were ahead by three in the first fourth quarter. Uh, third and 12 or something from their own 30, I want to say. Uh, 
we rush the passer. Uh, Elway rolls out to his right. Uh, throws a 50-yard bomb across the field <laughs> to a wide-open receiver. Yeah, he, he was bad about that. She's lost. Yeah. <laughs> he was good at heart. He was good at breaking the hearts of other teams. Yeah, he, he was very good at. He, he was the Tom Brady of the of the. Of I would say before, I wouldn't before, call, before there was he had been, he has better arm talent than Tom Brady, but as far as being a winning quarterback and breaking other teams' spirit, that was his thing. I think he was better than Brady. You were in trouble. You, you were. You better put a twelfth man out there because. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you, you were in trouble. You were. You better put a twelfth man out there, because. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you, uh, you were. You better put a twelfth man out there, because. Yeah. <laughs> Tell your uh, trainer to blitz the quarterback or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but he was, he was big, fast, mobile. Uh, yes, I did hate him, but. I respect it. I respect how good he was. Yeah. Uh, Joe Montana, I don't think he was, he wasn't the most physically gifted quarterback on this list by a long shot. Right. But he's a regular Joe. Joe? Joe. He, he maximized his talent. He could see the field in ways other people could not see it. Well, not just the field as it is, but the field as it's going to be. Yeah. He the, the the and and again Ken Anderson West Coast offense Joe Montana throw the ball put the ball on a spot and let the guy run with the ball once against it extended handoff and and him and Jerry Rice were a match made in heaven not to mention John Taylor What was the guy who played uh, their running back number 33 Yeah Craig Yeah a unique running back. A unique running back that could catch who him. was so dangerous at catching the ball. I'm just, they would run the play, and if uh, the receivers downfield weren't open, Craig was always there in the flat, always. And Montana could get him where he could catch the ball moving forward and get. Make the first man miss and, and yeah. go from there. Yeah. He's going to move the sticks. He's going to make the catch. He's going to move San Diego that said, oh, we don't need him. Let him go. One of the best trades, I think, for the Chiefs. He said, oh, we don't need him. Let him go. One of the best trades, I think, for the Chiefs ever. We don't need him. Let him go. One of the best trades, I think, for the Chiefs ever have ever seen. Yeah, got him out of the division. Got him out of the division. And uh, who they replace him with? Somebody who's not on the list. <laughs> You're being nice. <laughs> uh, you want some more trivia? Sure. Uh, Drew Brees was an all-state tennis player in Texas. Hmm. And he would have continued his tennis career over football, except that he lost in the state finals to Andy Roddick. Wasn't he? Didn't he go on to be in a world class tennis player? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, thanks, Andy, for letting Drew Brees play football. 
Uh, <laughs> Force it. We we appreciate it. Uh, oh, you guys, you got anything else? Warren Moon. We we've, we've talked a bit a little about about each. Of, well, Most yeah, we, of the we did mention Peyton, Peyton Manning, didn't we? And Warren Moon. That's the only two we haven't covered yet. Uh, Warren Moon threw the prettiest ball I've ever seen. Yeah. In the air. I don't remember. I don't remember him not throwing a perfect spiral. Well, I, I can't help but wonder where he would have fallen in today's game with his mobility when he came out of college, and if he hadn't had to fly five years in Canada. Exactly where he would have landed in, the, in on the NFL all-time throwing list if he hadn't spent five of his best years, kind of like Staubach, uh, serving in the Navy, but his five of his best years trying to prove to NFL people that, yeah, I can do this. Yeah. Um, I think all of the NFL scouts and hierarchy should all kick kick themselves in the butt for telling this man he couldn't play quarterback in the NFL. And and I can't I can't help but ask the question: How many other Warren Moons out there? Oh, there've been a few uh, <clears throat> that that weren't weren't given the opportunity. There was a kid who played at Georgia Southern. I want to say. Uh, I want to say they finished his senior season. They were thirteen and one no, or something like that. I know national championship his senior year. Nobody wanted him. He went to Canada and won like five Grey Cup championships. Yeah. Well, I mean, even in, even in this day and age, there was talk of trying to convert Lamar Jackson into a wideout or a running back or a punt returner. I, I think... I think the view was they see this kid with this remarkable athletic ability and that leads them to believe that he's not smart yeah it irks me to hear and I, and I and it has nothing to do with the player it has everything to do with the announcer that says it you know we're there uh i'm i'm, I'm going to digress larry 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 bird michael uh, uh michael irvin well Michael Larry, Jordan, Larry, Michael Irvin, Michael Jordan. You know a lot of comparisons between Larry Bird and Michael Jordan, Michael Irvin at the time. Michael Irvin? No, not Michael Irvin. Irvin Johnson. Irvin Johnson. I'm sorry. Yeah. <sighs> Where did I get that? Um, oh, he's got such God-given talent. And we're referring, referring to Johnson, Magic Johnson, and referring to Bird. Oh, he works so hard. He's so smart. They can't be all of those, both of them, right? Yeah, this is this feeding into these these stereotypes that if you're white, you got to be smart. If you're black, you can get by on talent. It doesn't work that way in the real world. You got to be both if you're going to be elite. Yeah. Um, no matter what, how much talent you got, you have. If if you don't hone it and work it. You're going. You're going to end up in the also rands of the of whatever it is you're trying to do. 
Yeah, uh, and that's, we've, that's my rant. Sorry. And we've we've seen guys on both ends of the spectrum of having all the talent, having having the physical skills, but not the mental skills. Exactly. Uh, I think a lot of the guys have the mental skills, but not the physical skills. Uh, but you, you find those guys. That, there are a lot of guys out there that have it all, and. They shouldn't be discounted. Exactly. Um, and I, I, you see a lot also that for these guys that come from these smaller schools. Uh, uh, there's a kid who played for Liberty University this past year, going to be in the NFL draft. He's a quarterback. But all I'm hearing is he didn't play against the talent level of, well, he made his choice where to play and he played extremely well. He, uh, he beat the people in front of him. Yes. And 50 years ago, if a kid came out of Grambling or Southern, if he had the talent, you weren't asking about who he played against. Did people ask who Walter Payton played against? No. Buck Buchanan. Yeah, Otis Taylor, no. Jerry Rice. No, they didn't ask those questions. They were like, "Can you play? Uh, can you play? Here's the ball. Show me what you." And can these do. guys all answered it. Yeah. So that was my rant. So I'm... Yeah, and one more. Oh, if okay. I may, since we're on quarterbacks, and and this, I'm going to use Tom Brady as a, as an example, even though I can't stand him. Um, I don't I don't know what the criteria of, a, of that the scout is looking for, especially at quarterback or at any position, but especially at quarterback. But if we go by, did he win at a high level? Was he a star at the college level? Then the Patriots never draft Tom Brady. If I remember right, Tom Brady wasn't even a starter at Michigan. He started his senior year. He yeah. wasn't a starter his junior year. Uh. My point is, sometimes you can't judge a book by where it is on the shelf. I'm being kind of obtuse here, but there was no, I don't know if there, I don't know if there was anybody saying Tom Brady is the guy that's going to win seven, seven Super Bowls. Nobody said that because they were saying that he wouldn't have been in the sixth round. Exactly. So uh, know what you want and know when you see it. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this and I'll stop yapping. Uh, I'm not yapping. The uh, the NFL draft is kind of like unopened Christmas presents. Okay. It could be a whole bunch of boxes down there, and they all may have socks in them. <laughs> I mean, we used to wrap empty boxes just so it looked like we had a lot of presents. So, <laughs> so it could be a empty box with a whole lot of nice paper on it. Yeah. You know, what I'm you don't, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know what you're getting until you get him out there. Until and, the box is unwrapped and you see it on the field. Or what? What was it? Vermeil said everybody looks good in shorts. Let's put some pads on them, get popping, and find out what's, what's who's who. Yes. So. Okay, we got we got, we were going are, a little. Are we long. over? Yep. Well, well, um, yeah, I guess I'll say that for next week. 
But at some point, I want to hear your Doug Williams story, how you met Doug Williams. Did you, did you talk about that last week? I think we talked about that. Okay, whatever. Okay. All right. Uh, all right, so we're out of here. Next week, we're going to put together, since we've gone through this list, we're going to put together a 22-man roster. Oh, now the hard part starts. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you want on the field? And so I guess I'm, I'm assuming we're, we're, these guys are going to be so good, we're not going to need kickers. <laughs> Uh, we can throw kickers in there. We can just, we, you can just, just throw it. Kick around. You can just throw a kicker and a punter in there just for, just for giggles. Okay. All right. So we're out of here. Uh, see y'all next week. No, we won't see you. We'll talk to you. Oh, okay. That's all we do is talk. Because it's, no it's pro football talk. This.